Merry Christmas, beloveds. In lieu of Christmas season, I wanted us together to celebrate the meaning of Christmas. And from the meaning of Christmas, how we can unpack how Jesus modeled healthy boundaries by remaining on mission. So tune in, take note, and get ready. Whether knowingly or unknowingly is a trauma you've experienced holding you captive, or you're struggling with confidence in your identity in Christ, or are you tired of being the superhero in everyone else's life except your own, then sis, this podcast is for you. Here on Boundaries for Believers, you will find practical solutions that free from self-sabotage, your inner critic, and that drama that you volunteered yourself to be in. Hey, beloveds, I'm your host, Zipporah Adatolowa, a believer, wife, social worker, and a lover of all things old Hollywood. As a recovering people pleaser and former woe is me candidate, I've been there, you're not alone, and I'm on this journey with you. With that being said, grab your mug for that coffee or tea, or if you're feeling inclined for some wine, let's cheers on three. <laughs> Love it, and welcome back to Boundaries for Believers, or if you're new here, welcome, and I am so glad you're here. So before we get into today's episode, the Christmas special, I want to highlight a review that was really encouraging for me to hear. And as ratings and reviews are so helpful for outreach, I wanted to include y'all in this. So this one's titled So Good by Aisha underscore M. And it reads, much needed podcast for many believers, learning a lot about myself and boundaries from everything that you have shared so far. Aisha, thank you so much, sister girl, for sharing this information and not only to highlight what you have gained, but also encouraging others to take the time to listen to see what they can also gain. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Now let's get back to this episode. Okay, there is much to celebrate in this Christmas season, as in Jesus himself, our Lord and Savior, who exemplified his sacrificial and unconditional love by first loving us. As I'm reminded of our Lord and Savior, I think about two particular questions. One, how was Jesus on mission? And number two, what did he do to remain on mission to ensure boundaries, okay? So number one, how is Jesus on mission? Well, he knew his identity and purpose from the very beginning, and scripture backs that up. Isaiah 9, 6, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And also John 3, 16, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son onto the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. And from these particular scriptures, we can see one identity was established from the very beginning. And number two, purpose was at the very forefront. And so as we dive into the second question, what did Jesus do to remain on mission? I want us to think about how we can also implement these ways into our, our lives. So I'll unpack 
four different actions that Jesus did to remain on mission. The first is, and I'll just say A, just to not confuse y'all. So A, Jesus was in constant communication with the Father because he knew the importance of going back to the source. And I don't know about y'all, but moments where I either feel misaligned or I need to just get back to feeling recharged, I need to go to the Father so I can, one, be refueled, understand who He is, and just simply commune. And Jesus absolutely modeled that consistently. And B, Jesus knew the importance of being surrounded by like-minded individuals. He knew his peer of influence, whether it was disciples who he, you know, sometimes had a call to order, as in Peter, or being able to have conversations with people who knew where he was coming from, understand his mission, and also encouraged him along the way with his journey, along with him encouraging others. We need that. That is so essential and vital. Letter C, remaining true to convictions as he established boundaries. Yes, y'all, Jesus has established boundaries numerous occasions, and he has exemplified that in this particular verse. Luke 9, 21 through 22. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Far be from you, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. But Jesus, catch this, y'all, but Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get from behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Okay, y'all, that was some juicy, juicy tidbits right there. And I think we can really just realize Jesus reminded others of his mission and he moved accordingly. He literally called Peter out in this verse saying, hey, this is what God has established for me. I got to remain on mission with or without you understanding. And also he listed clearly how that would be a hindrance to him moving forward. So I'm not saying, hey, we need to have verbiage like this to let folks know, hey, you're crossing boundaries, but just be clear, just be clear and communicate what exactly where there is a boundary that you have, but most importantly, act accordingly. Another thing to note right here is that Peter is actually one of his disciples. I'm pretty sure that most of us are aware of that. But just to highlight this and connect it to us, that there may be people in our lives that may have well intentions, meaningful insight, and really want the best for us, but they still may not know how to best support us, okay? And there is ways to acknowledge to them, hey, this is where you missed the mark, or hey, this is what would be helpful X, Y, and Z. And letter D, last but not least, Jesus fled crowds. And y'all, this is very important to understand, not just focusing on the practice of fleeing, but us being aware of what transpired when Jesus decided to flee from those crowds. Well, Jesus, he prayed, 
rested and communed with like-minded individuals, whether it was his cousin John the Baptist or his disciples. Plus, when Jesus was under distress, fleeing was a way to seek solace, to gather his emotions, collect his thoughts, and focus on the mission ahead. As we reflect on this Christmas season to draw near to God, we know there is beauty in giving and sacrificing for the benefit of others. But we also know life is constantly begging for our attention from work, family, spouses, and friends alike. So I'll pose a question to you. How can you model Jesus's healthy boundaries to honor your convictions while remaining on mission? Thanks for tuning in today. Whether this episode lightened your load, pulled on those heartstrings, or reinforced those boundaries, then sis, I'd love if you were to share this with a friend or left a written review on Apple Podcast. But if you want to continue this conversation with my trauma-informed life coaching services, then I invite you to check out the link in the show notes so I can best support you. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. And see you next time, beloveds. Be blessed, be real, and go out there and redefine your boundaries.